One, two, three. Hi, welcome to episode three of Broadcast. And today we have a very special guest. Today we have world-renowned doctor, researcher, scientist, expert on COVID-19, often on CNN and MSNBC, Dr. Peter Hotez. Thank you so much, Peter Hotez, for being on this podcast with us. So um, all the grown-ups have been wanting answers for COVID-19. Now it's time to let the kids um, have a turn. Um, well, that sounds great. So, yeah. I, I'm, so, on, um, honored to, I'm honored to be on and uh, look forward to answering all of your very important questions about COVID-19 or vaccines or anything else you guys feel like talking about. Thank you. That is very great. So let's get started with these questions. First one, will we ever be done with masks? I think we will, but, I don't, but, not, but not for a while. And, and the reason is because there's still uh, a lot of COVID-19 transmission uh, going on in the United States. So the number of new cases was at the high of around 70,000 new cases a day in the U.S. Now it's down to around 40,000 new cases a day, which is still the highest in the world. Uh, so a lot of transmission, maybe if as vaccines become available next year, everybody gets vaccinated, that will reduce the need for masks. But we still may still need masks for a period after that. So I would say you know, maybe by a year from now, we may not need masks as much, but it's going to be a gradual process. Yeah. Um, okay. Could be a long time. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, we got to wear them to protect ourselves. Yeah. Well, you wear masks for two reasons, right? One is they if you have COVID-19, you don't know it because a lot of uh, people, especially kids, can have COVID-19 and, and have no symptoms at all, not even fever or cough or anything, but they're transmitting it. So you wear a mask to prevent you from transmitting it to others, and it'll also reduce the likelihood that you can get COVID-19. So there are lots of benefits for wearing masks and uh, protects you, your friends, your family, and especially your parents and your grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen actually many kids that aren't wearing masks, which worries me. Me too. Yeah, the message hasn't gotten out as much as it should have. Yeah. Yeah. So how many years do you think or will everything need well, I, I think maybe a year is what I'm hearing of, from when everyone, everything. Yeah, that yeah I'm hopeful by the fall next year that uh, I can't say life will be entirely back to normal, but it should be a lot uh, more normal than it is now. Things are already a little better than they were uh, to some extent, but you know, yeah. it may get worse again before it gets better. So I think a year from now, life will be much better. And I think even now it's better than it was. But we may, some of us are expecting another big wave of COVID as we head into later in the fall or the winter months. And especially also as schools yeah. are reopening. So get ready for that, that, uh, that we may go, th it may still be a pretty bumpy road. 
Yeah, also I'm guessing with flu, the flu season also. We have flu coming up, and so that's going to happen. Make sure everybody gets their flu shot. And also, yeah. uh, not as many young and babies have gotten their measles vaccinations. So oh. I'm worried about the possibility of measles. So we've got a lot of work ahead of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is great to hear. Um, well, not, not great. Well, not great. We hope we could be done with um, COVID-19, but... Um, next question. So, uh, people around the world, including the U.S. president, have mentioned that a vaccine will be out by the end of the year. It seems like you have not agreed with this. Do you still disagree with that, or is it now a possibility? Well, I think we'll have, um, uh, there may be some vaccine released by the end of the year. I think where I've been pushing back and disagreeing with the White House is the president has said we might have vaccine released by October ahead of the election. And I don't see that happening. So that's more of the yeah. But by the end of the year is a possibility. Yeah. A month maybe too soon. Yeah, that's right. Because because the clinical trials are ongoing and and you have to get two doses of the vaccine for it to induce in a protect a potentially protective immune response and it takes and we and these clinical trials are 30,000 people and it's just going to take a lot of time yeah and even if we have a vaccine by the end of the year we don't know how well it will work right well no vaccine will be released unless you know it's working so I'm not so much worried about that I'm just trying to stress the point that don't expect to have this by uh uh by next month it's just that's yeah yeah yeah, and in these trials, the vaccine testing, what 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 goes on in those trials, and is it like tests on real people? And so, there's there's vaccine trials going on all over the world. So, for instance, in our labs, we've developed a new vaccine for COVID nineteen. Also, it's a low cost vaccine for global health. And now we're producing that vaccine in India, uh, making, uh, they have the ability to make more than a billion doses, which is amazing. So that's underway now in India. And then clinical trials for that will start. But in the US, there's three major clinical trials right now for what are called Operation Warp Speed vaccines. This is the name of the federal program. And uh, those began at the beginning of August. And so those are, large clinical trials with 30,000 people in them each. So three vaccines, 90,000 people, huge trials done all over the country. And um, hopefully by the end of the year, the first couple of them, we may have some results on whether these vaccines actually work. Yeah, wow. So it, it definitely takes a long time in one trial and, and to, to do it yeah. and get it right. Yeah. That's right, and uh, and that's not, and you can't rush them. So we and we've got a yeah. lot of experience doing vaccine testing, so we know how to do this, and that's why it's really important that we don't let the White House meddle. And that's uh, they they've done that, unfortunately, in this administration. There's been sort of a tug and pull between the scientists and the people in the federal government. Yeah. Yep.
And in these states with low numbers, like, I know there are definitely lots of states with high numbers, but in the ones with lower numbers or that are okay, um, is it safe to go inside people's homes and or cars? Well, that's, that's a bit of a complicated question. Um, you know, right now in Connecticut, uh, there's not too much transmission compared to other parts of the country, but it may be going up again. So you still want to give a lot of thought to this. And first of all, it means wearing masks all the time when you're, if you are at a friend's house or if you are in school or if you are even uh, outside in a large group of people. And, and I would say, you know, to be really uh, fair to your parents also, you want to let them know what you're doing. Uh, yeah. Because, for instance, let's say you go over a friend's house, and even though people are wearing masks, whatever you're doing, you want to know that that family has also been pretty responsible in social distancing. So, you know, you don't want to go over a friend's house and then find out after you get there that they just came back from a uh, uh, a holiday in in some place where there was a lot of COVID nineteen transmission and they weren't wearing masks, right? Yeah. So you have to have what I call situational awareness, be aware of what, what you're doing, and, and it does require a certain level of vigilance. Yeah, so it definitely it depends on the family you're with and right. what they've done. That's right. Are you in, are you in school now, or do you have in-person classes? or it's Yeah, we, we started today, so actually. What's that? We started today, actually. So you were in school? Yeah, we, I am in school two days a week, and Noah is in school every day for two hours. And so how was it? It, it felt pretty safe. Uh-huh. I mean, all the desks are very, very, very far apart, mm-hmm. and we're all wearing masks the whole time except for lunch. Right. And, I mean, I don't know how long it'll last, but. Right. I mean, I don't know if we're going to, if something happens and then we all have to go back to full distant learning. That That's right. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it's always a possibility to have that. Yeah, that's definitely a possibility. And actually with school, um, in school we're, we're having to switch classes, like, because we, we go to different classes for different, with different teachers. And you sit in different desks. Is it okay to sit in those desks where another person has just sat in? Well, you know, they they think the amount of transmission from contact is less than we thought, but it might be a good idea to wipe things down between classes. Are they recommending you do that? Well, I know my they aren't recommending it, but my grandma actually told me to um bring wipes yeah it's a good idea because you want to wipe down the desk and just make sure it's clean right absolutely um so we're moving on to the next question yeah so what is the likelihood of catching covid on paper paper and that someone has passed out as well as any other objects. So what do kids and teachers in school need 
or the uh, vigilant. I think the, the risk of pieces of paper passed around transmitting COVID is relatively small, relatively low. We know it's much more about uh, droplet contact, aerosol contact from people close to you who aren't wearing masks. Uh, but, you know, you still want to wash your hands frequently and try to avoid touching your face at all times. Yeah. Yeah. I, especially in school, you don't want to touch your face a lot. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're, it's all these kids. You don't know where they've been. Yeah, and thankfully in some schools, um, kids get to take mask breaks where they can just go outside and take off their mask if they're socially distanced with the other kids. Yeah. Yeah, and I know I was at my orientation last week because they want to have an orientation for all the, for what's everything that's new. And so someone wasn't there and they were like, oh yeah, she was just in Florida and I got really scared then. Well, yeah. I don't know if I want someone at my school who, who was just at Florida. Yeah. Who's in one of my classes. Yeah, that might seem very, um, very, very scary for most people. Yeah, I mean, Florida's scary right now. And for school, and just for people in general walking around and being out, what types of masks do you recommend and how important is it for uh, of the type of mask that you have? Well, you know, they say the bandana type masks are not as good as uh, some of the surgical masks and, you know, the school will have a list of approved type masks that you can use. Yeah. I know we wear a bunch of like fabric ones and like reusable ones. And I mean, I think they're good. Is there like a specific type you would recommend or a specific type that's the best? Yeah, I mean, the, um, th there's, there's a list and what you can do is go to the CDC. There's a certain website that, that gives you the best types of masks and let me get it for you. Um, it's it's called Masks in Schools, and they give you specific recommendations on on the different type of masks. And you should okay. look at that. I'm see if I can find the the link for you. I can send it to you, and then you have a way to uh, disseminate that information. Yeah, I can put that into the uh, description of the podcast. Okay. Yeah, and and then like my school, um, all teachers and the principal are telling the parents um, what the what the kids should bring. Like they they tell parents to make make their kids bring um, certain types of water bottles. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because you want to bring water bottles from home, and rather than sharing, it's a good idea not to share not to share water or utensils and that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So, 
I, I this next question that Noah's gonna ask it I feel like it's a an obvious yes. I don't I don't I mean it might be a no, but I from my perspective I feel like it's an obvious yes. Yeah, same same um I think it's an obvious yes too. Um if someone with COVID speaks over food or coughs on food, which I think is scary. But um, and then you eat it. Well, the person who's having that food, will you get COVID? Um, not necessarily, but you know, because there is COVID virus in droplets, and if you cough on, if let's say you have, you're with somebody that has COVID. Yeah, the way you yeah, would get so it then- is if somebody cough if somebody coughs. And those small droplets that you can't even see out of your face, and then you rub it into your mouth or eyes, that's how flu is transmitted. But also people yeah. with COVID are coughing into the environment or when they're speaking, releasing droplets, and then you can inhale it. So those are the two major modes of transmission uh, for COVID-19. Yeah. So in the start of your sentence, you said like, like that no part that was very surprising for me well you didn't say definitely no it's a well those are the so the droplet contact and the respiratory contact are the two major modes um but if someone's not wearing a mask and coughing on food in front of you you definitely want to get away from that person yeah 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 i i could see that yeah of course Nobody wants COVID. Um, so next question. What mi- what milestones must be reached for you to trust that a vaccine is ready for the general population? What are the risks of those milestones um, if those milestones are not reached um, prior to distribution? Well, I think the one I worry about, any vaccine that goes through the full approval process by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, they've got a great track record, and I feel really confident uh, that everything's going to go really well with that vaccine. I'd be more than willing to take that vaccine and also give it to my family. Uh, If that process is affected in some way where... um, where, the, not, where we're doing something less than the full approval process, then let's have a discussion because I would want to be able to see the actual data myself. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying that you, you feel good about this vaccine when, when it will come out? When it, when it, if it gets approved. Okay. Well, that, that's saying a lot coming from an expert. Yeah. You're, so, I mean, I would take it if it gets approved then. Yeah, you're Peter Hotez. You're super famous. <laughs> well, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and also in a, like before, in a state where the numbers are relatively low, if teachers, staff, and, of course, the students really follow all the safety rules, do you think school will be successful? I think 
Uh, in places where there's not a lot of trans a virus transmission, and not a lot of COVID cases, I think the school year, the school semester will go fine. And the places where I worry are places like in Texas uh, or Florida, where there's still a lot of virus transmission. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like, like Florida and Texas, I could see how it could be a problem. Yeah. And so like my, the street that I live on, very safe. Um, <laughs> so I'm happy about that. No, no coronavirus and and no coronavirus in my street, of course. Well, you may not know about it, so you yeah. shouldn't. You, so that's the whole point. So there could be people without any symptoms, and they could still have coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, but so far, um, I mean, you could have coronavirus and not even know it. Yeah, but so far, um, nothing you know of. Yeah, so far, no, um, no. Probable. Um, you haven't heard. You not, haven't heard of any cases. Yeah, um, okay. no cases that have been heard yet. So, do you guys, you guys, thinking differently now about maybe becoming a scientist or a doctor because of all this, or are your friends thinking about it? Are, you, I, are, your, friends, are your friends thinking differently now about science than the way they used to think about it? I've I've actually wanted to be a doctor for a few years. Oh, really? You never told me that. Because, like, of me being in the hospital. Oh, yeah. But I didn't know you were interested in becoming a doctor. Well, that's good to know. So let me know when you're ready to start working in our, in our labs. And <laughs> yeah, and plus we'll have we you come spend a, a summer in Houston. Yeah, and plus we haven't it's, been seeing it'll, each other it'll be, a lot. It'll be warm there. Yeah, it's, yeah, Houston's pretty hot. It's in the, it's on the Gulf Coast. Yeah. Well, maybe you didn't know because we haven't been seeing each other a lot. Well, now I live for, far away. Uh, before when I lived in Washington, it was a lot closer. But now being in Houston, Texas. Uh, but you definitely have to visit Texas. Texas is very hipster. Yeah. Okay. Now, Ross, you've been to Texas. You've been to Houston. You probably forgot, but you've been here, right? Yeah, I was there a while ago. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, your parents, parents were down here, so we, we have to do a big family reunion sometime. Yeah. So here in Texas, we have the world's biggest medical center. It's called the Texas Medical Center. Was I oh, even wow. born then? You should you should Google it while you're on. I mean, look, it's like a medical city. What's it called? The it's called the Texas Medical Center. Oh, it's looking right now. <laughs> so, Texas Medical Center. Let's see image. Images. Oh wow, that's huge. Oh my. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's like a city. We do everything big down here in Texas. Yeah. So, should we move on to the next question? Okay. Will COVID ever be like the flu, where we have a working vaccine, and because of that, we won't have to wear masks? Say that again. Will COVID ever be like the flu, where we have a working vaccine, 
and because of that, we won't have to wear masks. Yes, I um, think that, that that day will happen at some point, but it won't happen right away, even after the vaccines come out. Yeah, because so every it'll take year, time for transmission to go down. So people are still yeah. need masks. Yeah, because every year thousands of people have um, died from the flu. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. um, And right now, my brother is going to say the next question. So as we're getting closer to um, flu season, um, and I know the flu shots are actually coming out earlier this year. Is it currently, is it too late? I mean, not too late. Currently, is it too early to get our flu shots? No, now's the time to get them because there's already going to be starting flu tr- transmission in September in September this month. So I just got my flu vaccine. Oh, okay. So now's the time to do it. Yeah, because my grandparents, um, they just got their flu shots a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. So. That, um, that, that was wise. Yeah. So right now. Last question in the podcast. In a state with low numbers, should kids not go near grandparents once they go back to school? Ooh, that's a tough one. I was hoping you weren't going to ask that. (laughs) I'm joking. I know I expected you were going to ask that, but that's... That's the hardest question of all, right? Because yeah. grandparents want to see their grandkids, right? That's the best thing that happens to them. Yeah, I mean, we have and seen them. The, pro- the problem is this, with all the COVID-19 transmission, uh, there is risk that kids are going to get COVID-19 in the school and they won't even know that yeah. they have it. Yeah, because every time I've been uh, seeing them, um, I've been getting, I've been uh, needing to get um, farther and farther away from them because they've been getting their haircuts for most of the time now. No, <laughs> well, we we've seen, we've seen all our grandparents. But so, so here's here's the way I would think through this, which is that because you're in school now, you basically have stopped your social distancing. I mean, you've stopped your uh, you've stopped your ice. What's the word I want to use? You've, you've because because you're in school now, you're no longer really socially distanced. Yeah, and you're having contact potentially with COVID infected individuals, and you could actually have COVID and not even know it. So for that reason, you do not want to be near your grandparents. Now, what you could potentially do is once we have rapid tests available, that you, what you could, let's say you were going to visit them over a weekend or they were going to come to the house. What you would want to be able to do is because you could be infected with COVID and not realize it, is get tested. And yeah. So you want to get, so, so any, any, anytime you come into contact, with older individuals, say over the age of 60 or 65, you want to get tested first to know that you're not infected. Yeah. And here's the problem. 
there's testing and then there's testing. So there's some tests where they're rapid tests, you can get the answer right away. There are other tests that can take one or two days and that makes it really complicated. So you wanna go to a place where you not only can get tested, but tested and get an answer right pretty quickly. Yeah, but you also want it to be accurate. That's right. You're absolutely right. So we don't have the system worked out as perfectly well as we'd like, right? Where you, I mean, the ideal test would be the following. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've heard they, that. You could take a strip, you take a strip of plastic, put it in your mouth, a saliva test, and then you get the answer right away. Yeah. That was the best. Scary. And we're, we're, we will get to that point, but we're not quite there yet. I mean, I've even heard that the tests that take a few days can be even not as accurate as we want them to be. So and, re and, rem and remember this, let's say you get a test that does take a couple of days. All it really assures you of is that, and if it's negative, all it assures you of is that you did not have COVID two days ago. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's, 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 like, it's like getting a two-day-old weather report. Yeah. Yeah, so that plastic thing in mouth, that was a little disturbing for me to hear. <laughs> yeah. So again, if you're going to visit your grandparents, there has to be a pretty detailed discussion with your parents about, uh, you know, getting tested and when you're going to get the result back and what it means. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... That was the last question. Yeah. Um, so, um, there's a lot, lot going on and a lot going on with our vaccine and there's a lot of suffering going on in the world right now. And yeah, it's a crazy it, world. It, it makes me very worried. And so I hope that we can be in a position to make a contribution there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you never know what's going to happen next. It's very, it's a very crazy world. Every day is a surprise. Yeah. Trust me, for me, literally every day. <laughs> Big surprise. Well, well, good. Well, have a great, have a great day. And I wish you great success in your podcast. And I hope it's, hope it becomes one of the really famous podcasts, like a Joe Rogan podcast or one of those, and I bet it will be. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay, have a good day. Okay, thank okay. you for joining us on Brocast today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much, and thanks for uh, um, agreeing with us to let the kids have a chance to ask questions for uh, for COVID-19. All right, all the best. Bye-bye. Okay, thank you guys so much for, for listening to, to episode three of Brocast. Today was a very special day with our special guest, Dr. Peter Hotez. Uh, the um, uh, Dr. Peter Hotez. <laughs> <laughs> we hope all of your COVID questions were answered, and we hope this gives you more info on what is happening in the world right now, and we hope that it tells you a lot more of what's happening and yeah thank you for joining us today we will be back next friday with episode four of broadcast um, and next week we actually it's not a special guest but we have um 
a yummy episode. Let's go with that. <laughs> yes, and, it, well, technically not a special guest, but special episode. Yeah. Okay. So, thank you guys for um, uh, listening to episode three of Brocast. We hope we, you liked it, and... Um, we will see you back here for, um, episode four broadcast next Friday. The yummy episode four. (laughs) And also, uh, just to let you know, we do now have an Instagram account. It's at broadcast.rn. So thank you for listening. We'll be back next Friday. Bye. 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 Bye.